Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. I'm going to make it a big deal. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is, is presented by deal. Progressive Insurance. Chris Canty in for Key today. Yo, I know how we're starting the show today. What's happening, Max? What what did you, guys, hey, before. Did you know that you were going to wear green? Well, that's like an aqua green. Yeah. Yeah. Did I did I know I was going? Yeah. With I mean, did we did we color coordinate? I don't know. Maybe that's we just, what you want to like, start like with. Maybe olive green, aqua. Jay, yeah. we're talking about something here. You're talking about the fact that your shirts don't even match. What are you doing? I'm talking about we both like are rocking with yeah. green, not, just different tones a, of green. The hues that, that we're wearing are in the same. Give family. me my money. Yes. <laughs> listen, my favorite color. Listen. Uh, let me uh, let me just show you what's what is actually interesting. Okay. okay. Yes. Chris. What did you just say as we were coming in about Key and Jay? So Key and Jay are playing two-on-two against Bart and Han of Bart and Han at noon Eastern here on ESPN Radio, right? Because Bart and Han were talking about how they could beat any other show two-on-two. I said, leave me out of this. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, so of course, Key and Jay are like, all right, time out. Now they got a whole two-on-two set up. And what Jay was just talking about, how sore he is, getting shots up and everything. over. He didn't want people video recording him early on because he's, you know, just getting back. It's not the first, like, 10 minutes of my workout. Like, at least let me get a sweat. 100%. But, Chris, what did you just say? Do you remember what you said about all this? Well, before I get into what I just said, first of all, let me say that I am offended the fact that I am not included with my co-host, Chris Carlin, when we're on from 3 to 7 in the afternoons, that we're not included in the two-on-two tournament. Oh. Because I felt whoa, like whoa. this was inspired <laughs> by the movie White Men Can't Jump with the two-on-two tournament and oh, them so doing you're, the reboot, the okay. 30th anniversary So Chris is Woody film. Harrelson and you're Wesley Snipes, as we were saying? Yeah, something, something, something like, like Something like it. Oh, y'all can like get this the fact that, the That's fact the first thing first I think all, when I look at that. think about this one. <laughs> Woody Harrelson <laughs> and Wesley Snipes. I was a professional athlete for over a decade. I'm 6'8", and I'm the only one on the national radio lineup that is on the right side of 40. I'm just saying, I'm offended that I wasn't included. You're one dude, though. Well, I am one dude. Right. I mean, yeah. almost two dudes, well, but, but well, these I guys mean, are I actually two dudes. Well, my partner, my partner counts as two and a half. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, just, you're playing five on my, two. My, my partner, Chris Carlin, is the same height oh, where he's right. standing up. But or what did you say? Say? We're going to target Chris Carlin like he's Luka Doncic. We'll be fine. Well, no, we're actually going to be DeAndre fine. No, so here's, here's how they got it set up. We're actually going to be doing the play-by-play oh, they because did, you they, guys are doing this during our show. They did that to you. So we're doing the play-by-play, and we're going to live stream it on social media. So what did you say about... What's at stake in this thing? Okay, so Jay Will is the only one that has something to lose in all of this, right? He's right. He's the only one that has something no to lose. No one's got anything to lose I except know, Jay. I don't, I don't know about that. Jay Will, you Jay. were the second overall pick, I, I, and you're going You were two-time oh, player of the year. Don't James Harden hype me up right now. <laughs> uh, we have to expose me. No, Jay's going to walk around. I Jay's got Max st- as my Doc Rivers coach on the sideline. I'm, is that a good thing? <laughs> no. That's well, what I'm about to say. Wait Jay's going to start exaggerating a limp when he walks, <laughs> trying to make himself Jay, the underdog. Max, Max, Jay Will, the only one that got something to lose. Keyshawn Johnson is a couple of years from an AARP card. Allen Hahn played at Long Island University Post. Wait, he played it, at a school that's not even a I'm school just, anymore. It, it got absorbed by LIU Brooklyn. All it's wait, not it, even a school. CC, hold on That's now. where he played basketball. All I'm saying. And Bart it, Scott, does anybody on this set think Bart Scott can actually play basketball? No, Bart, Bart Scott has the most upside out of anybody because like everybody expects really low expectations with him. So yeah. nothing but high ceiling. But, yeah. but if Key comes out and dribbles like a two-year-old, I'm going to lose my mind. Because I'm telling you, I the first possession, I'm not going hard at Allen yeah. Hahn. I need to see Key go at Bart. Because Key out here talking, he's my teammate. I want to, and Bart out there talking the most. Key and Bart are the ones that talk the most now, not no me doubt. and Allen. No like, doubt. I know what time it is. Allen knows what time it is. I want to see Key go to work. 
He should see. he should be able to go to work because he? he's going to be guarded by Bart. See see what you're there's saying no right now. There's no way that Alan Hahn. There's no way that Alan Hahn is going to let Bart Scott defend you. You know Bart coming perimeter. off doing like the the neck curls and the, you see what yeah, you're doing right now, though, Jay. Jay, what you're good. doing that right now. That, to do that's, with the basketball court. They have no chance to win unless you start getting cute. Actually, when I come right out, I'm not just going to kill him. What I'm going to do is let me see how the key matchup. Just go out and just catch wreck. What are you doing? You the, have to the play. The e you have to ESPN play. stands for entertainment. No, I no. am here to entertain. Watch you know will do his thing. Watching you flame everybody yeah. on the court. Oh, that that is, that's that is extremely entertaining to me. Okay, that's going to happen. You wore 22 in Chicago after Mike left. You think Michael Jordan come out first? What I'm going to do is. He's just going to say, all right, let me just, as Chris said, flame everybody. First off, never compare me to Michael Jordan. That's a different level. But, I'm out here. That's fine. Well, you say it's a different level, but it's kind of like Michael Jordan when he bought the Hornets and he went out on the practice court and decided he was going to give all his players the business. Oh, I'm still going to give It's kind of like that. But you have to understand. I mean, lot compared of- to the skill set of all the other guys you're playing with, you are going to be like Michael Jordan. But if, when Key scores on Bart, no, you, you mean will, if Key scores on Bart. I'm just saying, when Key scores on Bart, when, when we will talk about that way more than we'll talk about the six buckets that I give anybody. No, no, not if you really p- put a ha- highlight reel together, man. Yeah. That's all anyone's going to talk about. Oh, yeah. All right, just make sure Allen Bart really tries to guard. That's, what it's going to look like is Jalen Brown on Grayson Allen the other night in game two. That's, <laughs> that's what it's going to look like. <laughs> no, I get what Jay's saying. That's all Key's going to talk about. That's what I'm saying. All Key's going to talk about is, is the one, one basket bucket. he has. And I'm telling you – We'll leave with it. Evan will be like, yeah, kid, it was a great move. Nobody's going to come out here and be like, oh, Jay, way to put in work. Because everybody's going to expect me to put in work. Everybody but if he scores one bucket, we're going to make it into a sports center special. All Watch. I'm saying is, Jay, there are high expectations for you and Keyshawn, and it has more to do with you than it does Keyshawn. I actually had yes. a chance to talk to Aaron Dolan from the Daily Wager crew on oh, my wow. show, and Aaron Dolan helped us set the odds at minus 240 for Jay and Keyshawn to beat Barton Hahn. Minus 240? That's insulting. What do you mean it's insulting? Minus 240, that should be minus... 1,200. Well, the reason why it's not minus, minus 2,400. At max, the reason why Jay it's will. Max, the reason why it's not higher is because we also set the over-under for total injuries at one and a half. <laughs> See, that's, <laughs> that's the reason why it's not. Like, I don't I, like, you know, it's only I four do. people playing. Like, I I know, it's only four people playing. Exactly. Yeah. You got to include all of this stuff. All right, listen. <laughs> only four people playing. That's <laughs> not This good topic odds. has become a distraction. <laughs> You know what else is a distraction? You like that radio? Uh, there segment? it is. You know what, what else is a distraction? Your what? It's time so for Straight better. Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. <laughs> <laughs> this flows very naturally into a conversation about Baker Mayfield. But listen to Kevin Stefanski. He's the Browns head coach on ESPN 850 Cleveland. The really big show is Baker on the roster. A distraction. When we're here in the building, we're kind of just focusing what we have to focus on and and today, that's a walkthrough that I'm already late for. So I'm gonna, you guys gotta write me a, a note here. <laughs> okay. um, but it's just, it's, it's what, what, it's the situation that we're in, and, and we're making sure that we're focusing on what we can focus on. You know, we've talked about it. It, it is unique. Uh, I think everybody understands that. But, but for us, it's really treating it day by day, and, and, and really not getting uh, too far out ahead of it. Are you confident it'll be resolved, Coach? Yeah. yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. And I think, uh, again, I think. Everybody would love a resolution, but these things are fluid. I think Andrew's talked about it. Um, We'll continue to do uh, what's best uh, ultimately for the team at all times, but this is a unique situation, um, and I think everybody understands that. All right, so 
Sure, he'll be on the team until when. Can they get anything for him? What can they get for him? And most importantly, guys, is it a distraction to even have him on the roster? Straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. Chris Canty's going to tell you why Baker Mayfield is a distraction. That's next on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ain't nobody on care, Max. You know what I mean? You're still, uh, you're still going I about it. I can still, go. I, can I still th- go. I thought Chris Canty, you brought up something that's kind of like it's right there the whole time, but mm-hmm. it needs to be said. Jay is the one with something on the line here. No, doubt. no one else really has anything on the line. No Jay's got it all on the line. No doubt. Yeah. But I don't. So you, you don't? I don't. Why is that? Because it's going to happen. What? Ooh, yeah, right, right. Like, you know, you know what's funny? All that, y'all, all y'all can sit up. Money. All y'all, everybody going to sit up here and talk about all these hypotheticals. I'm just trying to tell you, when it comes time for it, I'm going to be ready. It's going to be fine. Ooh. Ooh. Did you see Justin Ooh. Bieber? I did, by the way, honestly, I didn't even know it was well, Justin Kia? Bieber. I didn't even oh, know it was Justin Bieber. You say Justin Bieber, Key gets mad. Like, I just saw oh, yeah, some guys introducing Tom Brady, wrong, and then man. after the fact, they're like, oh, yeah, that's Justin. Oh, yeah, like I guess him. that is Justin Bieber. He did Bieber. not like it. Yeah. So Brady's obviously trying to get his social media game up, right? So he has Justin Bieber. Like, that's, that's what's going on. He's looking Tom, for social Tom media Brady's followers. Tom Brady's TikTok, yo, is kind of like on point. It's yeah, legit. Yeah. He be doing some funny stuff, man. So Justin Bieber and Tom Brady on TikTok. Listen to this. New trend alert. Tell me something honest. Tuck rule game against the Raiders. Might have been a fumble. So, you know, so the idea is say something you don't really want to say, right, that's honest. By the and way, just hearing you say TikTok makes me giggle. It's hilarious, <laughs> yeah. by the like, way. TikTok. Does this have something to do with TikTok. NFTs? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to get you an NFT, by the way. Is it, oh. I'm going to get you and CCM. I'm in the metaverse or in the real world? No, don't say Stop. No, stop I'm going. Sure. Focus on Tom Brady. Do you, do you understand I'm still amazed by fax machines? You hey, you put it in in New York, it comes out in California. How's that possible? All right, listen. How does it make any sense? All right, How listen. did it correlate it's to magic. email? Then it goes to email. Think about oh, my that. God. Mind-boggling. I can't. Mind-blowing. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the one truth in sports? Brady, that, that you don't want people to know, but that you think is true. Brady's like, all right, the Tucker, it was a fumble. Might have been. He said he couched it. What's the one sports truth, Jay, Chris, that you have to admit to, but you don't want to? Um, how about colleges and universities giving kids houses, cars, and seven-figure salaries in order to recruit them? Mm. Because now we've got, you know, these administrators in the NCAA wanting to launch this NIL task force to regulate the landscape. How long has this been going on before NIL was even legal? Yeah. That, that's what I. That, well, that's asked. the truth that I don't. You tell know. us what you get. That you don't well, want to know. Took a pay cut when I got to the league. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you the one I want to know? Like uh, a, a lot of players in the NBA, they get the spray paint hairline. How come it doesn't just drip when you sweat on the face? Mm. That's a great question. Yeah, I, it, it, I thought it was the Beijing. Yeah. yeah, the Beijing joint. Like it's, Beijing? It's, it's right across. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm like it just stays there. I thought yeah. we're talking more like more like. 
Muhammad Ali probably lost all three fights to Kenny Norton. That kind of thing. Uh-huh. You guys have questions. I'm into more stuff, yeah. Oh, another one? We're LeBron James hairline. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The Beijing! LeBron James. G-Sean, J-Will, and Max, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers, Chris Canty, in for key today. Guys, Kevin Stefanski, Browns head coach on ESPN 850 Cleveland, the really big show. Coach, is Baker, forget about the locker room, is he even being on the roster, is that a distraction? When we're here in the building, we're kind of just focusing what we have to focus on. And, and today, that's a walkthrough that I'm already <laughs> late for, so I'm gonna, you guys got to write me a, a note here. Um, but it's just, it's, it's, what, what, it's the situation that we're in, and, and we're making sure that we're focusing on what we can focus on. You know, we've talked about it. It, it is unique. Uh, I think everybody understands that. But, but for us, it's really treating it day by day and, and, and really not getting uh, too far out ahead of it. Are you confident it will be resolved, Coach? Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. And I think, uh, again, I think everybody would love uh, resolution, but these things are fluid. I think Andrew's talked about it. Um, we'll continue to do uh, what's best uh, ultimately for the team at all times, but this is a unique situation, um, and I think everybody understands that. First off, CC, I know you're going to give us a breakdown. I just love all the <laughs> coachisms, Max. Like, listen to all the coachisms. We're just going to focus on what we do day by day. Uh, you know, this is, this is fluid. Um, late to a meeting. Know, we have to do what's best for the team. I'm a little bit late to a meeting. Like, all the jargon that you hear from coaches are like, just tell me what the hell you think, Kevin. Be honest with me. No, but you know what, Jay? You got to appreciate it, though. It's an art form saying saying something and not Not saying saying anything at all. I'm with you, brother. And I appreciate Kevin Stefanski. That's why he won Coach of the Year once upon a time. Don't inflame the situation. Because he mastered it. How often do we talk about Key like like he could start a consulting firm for coaches who don't know how to do that, right? Exactly. Like there is an art. When it's done well, you can appreciate it. No question about it, Max. But let me help you translate what Kevin Stefanski was saying right there. Baker Mayfield is not going to be our quarterback. Everybody knows that Baker Mayfield is not going to be our quarterback because we traded for Deshaun Watson, fully guaranteed his contract, and we signed two other quarterbacks in free agency. Nobody carries four quarterbacks on their active roster. So the reality is that Baker Mayfield is going to be gone, but we haven't received the offer that we're looking for for Baker Mayfield because we do think he can play. Hell, the rest of the league knows he can play. Since he came into the NFL – the guy has got a top 20 QBR amongst active quarterbacks. He's, he's a got, starter. He's got more playoff wins than half the starters in the National Football League today. So Baker Mayfield can play. It's not a matter of whether or not he can produce when he's on the field. The biggest question about Baker Mayfield is whether or not he can be a good teammate with all of the stuff we saw last year, right, Jay? Going back to the OBJ feud and how that split the locker room. Jarvis Landry felt the way, wanted out of Cleveland. Now that Baker Mayfield looks like he's going to be on the outs, Jarvis Landry all of a sudden wants to come back to Cleveland. The accountability issues at the post-game press conferences, blaming everybody and their mama except himself. Mm. And then also the Baker Mayfield camp, 
people questioning the toughness of his teammates going through last season, saying that if they were as tough as he was, maybe the Cleveland Browns would be doing better. I think the realest thing that Kevin Stefanski said was that this is fluid. Yeah. And for Baker Mayfield, if you're the Browns, you look at him saying, okay, you're a card, I'm going to keep in my back pocket. Because, CC, you know this. We have so many injuries that happen in sports. There will be quarterbacks that go down. No doubt. So, like, my thing is, like, hey, I'm going to get some type of value in return for you. Even though we took you with number one pick, I'm going to get some kind of value. So, eventually, somebody's going to go down, and you're going to say, what are you willing to give me for Baker Mayfield? Yeah, that's Make what's going to happen. happen. They're going to smoke. What are they going to get? They're going to smoke the rest of the teams in the National Football League out. Agreed. We're going to wait until is the other team going to pay? Chris, is the other team going to pay the salary? It depends on how desperate they are. I mean, I remember They're once. Desperate. A, here's the thing, Max. I remember once upon a time, Sam Bradford was the number two quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. Teddy Bridgewater gets hurt. You remember with the Minnesota Vikings and Mike Zimmer gave up for a Sam lot. Bradford? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They gave up a number one draft pick. Now, I'm not saying that but Bradford that's didn't have the same kind of distraction stuff that you're talking about. He didn't about. have the same type of baggage, but if you're a coach and your starting quarterback goes down, knowing that so, it's a year-to-year league but, and your job security might depend on your quarterback being able to play. But this is what I'm asking, guys. What's so up? the distraction thing, yeah. like, for example, would you want Baker Mayfield on your team? Hell no. See? I right want, there. I don't want okay, Baker Mayfield. So, no, 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 but let see, me break that man. down, though. Let me tell you why I don't want Baker Mayfield on my team. There are two types of players in the National Football League. There are guys that will do whatever it takes to be able to win football games. All right? Everybody loves those kind of guys. All right? They're going to hold themselves accountable. They're going to help the organization set the standard for what's expected. And then there are the guys that would like to win as long as they're the reason why their team wins. Baker Mayfield is the latter. And why do I know Man, that? Uh, We've seen that because of all of his actions. It seems like he's... You don't want that guy anywhere near your team. Oh, oh, oh. No, I don't, I don't want that guy anywhere near my team. And here's the thing, Max. Oh, we might just wow. say this is the perception of Baker Mayfield, but at some point, perception becomes reality. That's how you get a guy like Robbie Anderson, who's with the Carolina Panthers, and him going out on social media and saying... I don't want Baker Mayfield throwing me passes, even though his quarterback options down in Carolina are Sam Donald and Will Greer or whoever the hell. All I'm going to say is I spent some time with Baker. I think Baker can be smart enough to realize if this is the perception out about him, it's his job to change that. And sometimes having a change in environment and being humbled can change your own approach to it. And I, I, I hear what everybody's saying. Everybody's coming down really hard on Baker. But it's like I, there is also production on the field which sometimes I feel like all this other stuff, he's a distraction. Like, we look over what the production was on the field. He did help the Cleveland Browns get to the playoffs and win a playoff game. I have a question. But, Jay, that just tells you how bad it is, how toxic he is in the locker room. Think about that. It's not like the other players in the National Football League haven't seen Baker ball. The guy came in and set the rookie passing touchdown record. It's I not understand. like people don't know he can get a team to the playoffs. He is a competent quarterback in the National Football League. But why doesn't he have a job? Because of all of the baggage that comes along with him. That's I, don't, I, I don't know if it's just all because of the baggage. I think it's all. What's the, what's the reason? I think Jay? a lot of it's because salary. I think a lot of teams Sal- don't want to slaughter. $19 million for a starting quarterback, they're Jay? Looking, well, they're looking at the production. Jay, $19 million yeah, because they for think, a starting because quarterback. Because they think the, the Browns are going to. And also they think the Browns are going to have to eventually yes. eat the whole thing. They're, teams are waiting to see. They're smoking each other out. The teams are saying, you pay the whole freight, then we'll grab him. At some point, maybe someone gets hurt. Or some team thinks that other team wants him. Actually, we're going to have to give up a fifth-round pick and eat half the salary. So, Chris, See, so you can't I, tell me I, he won't be better than, like, 90% of the backups. That 95% of the backups there is in he the will- NFL. No, but here's the question, Jay, and I'm glad you brought that up. Is he willing to be a backup to a less accomplished quarterback? 
Is he going to be able to sit in the quarterback room I, with Sam Darnold and say, hey, you know what, I'm going to be a good teammate knowing that he's done more question. in this league than Sam Darnold? What about with Seattle? Drew Locke, Geno Smith, and Jacob Eason. I you think, think, I, you I think, think if he got the opportunity, he would go to Seattle and prove himself. No, no, but here's what I'm saying, Jay. Can he go there and not be the unencumbered starter? I do think Baker can, he, can go. Can he be a backup quarterback ba- under that yes, circumstance? Yes, I do believe that Baker Mayfield well, can recognize the, but, the opportunity in front of his career for with where he's at right now and play it right. Well, I do think he's smart enough to realize well, that. Well, Jay, that's the $30 million question yeah. because that's what's at stake for Baker on average annual value with this season. I can he go somewhere and be the consummate <laughs> professional and be a good teammate? <laughs> if he can prove that, if he can prove that, then you're talking about him being able to cash in in 2023. Oh, Max Kellerman. All right, here's the question. What's up? I hear the word distraction thrown out a lot. Mm. Like when I was a kid, turn on the radio, right? Listen to the New York sports radio. Right? <laughs> and it's like, he's a distraction in the locker room. And one of the guys actually works here now. <laughs> he's a distraction in the locker room, right? So what did that mean, really? When you say a distraction, I used to think to myself, I see it more now, but I'm curious if you can articulate what does that mean? Because a lot of people here, they go, wait, you can't do your job and also answer a question for five minutes? How is that? What do you, when you say a distraction that's going to somehow destroy your team's chances of winning, right? What does that mean? Explain that to me. Well, here's what it, here's what it means. The guy that's supposed to be a leader splits your locker room. And if your team is not working in concert, the 11 guys that are on the field at any given time aren't working that together. Division. Exactly they're not going to be able to accomplish your ultimate goal. That's how you have a team like the Cleveland Browns that have championship aspirations have a losing record this year. So why would you say split pick the, the locker Cleveland room? Browns to win the Super Bowl this year. So when I, you, I, I, they finish yeah. they, they finish tied they, for last in their yeah, What does split the locker room mean, though? You mean half the dudes are rocking with them and the other half aren't? Yes. But, so you want your court max. The quarterback is a leadership position by nature. Why, are the half the, why half the locker room rocking with them, though? Like, why isn't the that's whole a, locker room not rocking that's with him? A, that's the point. That's the better question. Why He's isn't everybody rallying around? Listen, everybody knows but, quarterback is the most important position in all of team sports. He's supposed to be the person that unifies everybody. He's supposed to be the person that quiets all the noise that's going on. He's supposed to be the person that's in lockstep with the head coach in terms of setting the agenda for the team. Show me where Baker Mayfield did that last year for the Cleveland Browns. All I'm saying is when you have an environment that constantly changes as it relates to head coaches and OCs and people start throwing blame, it's like even Jeremiah Green on this podcast. To a degree, you want to start defending yourself. And maybe your production isn't at the level that it should be at and other people can get offended by it. Making making more excuses I'm not making more excuses than a dude going I'm to jail. I hold him accountable. Trust but me. But you're not. But, but Jay, here's but the thing. But Cece, I, I don't believe that it's as easy as everything being black and white. Like, oh, he's just a horrible distraction. Especially when half their locker room rocks with him. J- there is J- something positive about half the locker room rocking with you. Well, we don't, we, we, we don't know exactly how many players in that locker room are rocking. Well, I don't know how many don't. players in that locker room are rocking against him. I well, know we, two. We do know. I know we two. do know. We I do know, know OBJ and Jarvis Landry. Exactly. And one of them went to L.A. and won a championship. You know what is damning? That no one's come That's out a, to defend it. More like that. What? what the, yeah, I there you go. There you go. Yeah. Jay called it on Monday. Why did it take only two games for James Harden's reputation to take the hit it's taken? And will it cost him a major extension? Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. 
Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. no way you're going to have enough room to add more players unless you find a way to say hey James don't take the match what I can say is that something is different and to me a lot of that is the pace of the game that he's playing at right now also you know when you talk about what he did in Houston they were always tops in the league in pace we will be talking more so about how James Harden has become exposed more so than we're talking about all the great things that James Harden does just saying Chris you said it I'm just saying you said it Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. Chris Canty in for Key today. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Guys, here is Brian Windhorst, ESPN NBA reporter, of course, on last night's 6 p.m. Sports Center, updating Joel Embiid's health status. He hasn't uh, cleared the concussion protocol yet, so he can't be listed as anything but out. Um, this is more of an of a issue related to that issue as opposed to the orbital fracture. So if he is able to follow the steps and clear concussion protocol on Friday and he's okay playing in that mask, I still think there's a decent chance that he's going to get out there for game three. Yeah, see, I don't see Joel and B getting out there for game three. One of the things, if you've ever been knocked out, or had a concussion, just your equilibrium being thrown off is a lot when you your dexterity and your agility needs to be off the charts to be on an NBA court or a football field to begin with, right? So now you're – and that's for somebody like me mm-hmm. who's 6'2", 195 pounds. Now let's translate that to Joel Embiid, 7 feet, 275, 80 pounds, has great agilities on the court. Like for him – to not be able to be able to focus and have control of his body is a huge thing. So you can't just say, hey, fight through that. He has to go through concussion protocol so they can make sure that everything is in alignment for him actually to be able to play. And the other thing, Jay, that you didn't mention is the light sensitivity, right? Yes. Because Joel Embiid just now was able to start looking at his phone without starting to get the headaches, and that's a part of the concussion symptoms. Can you imagine him going into an arena tonight 
And you're talking about the bright lights having to play in a playoff game. The ringing of your head as well. That All little of that mm, stuff. sound that kind of, I don't yeah. know if you've ever had something like that, Max, like a concussion. Yeah. But like there's just this ringing. So yeah. now if you're, if you're enhancing that ringing by yelling in crowds, combined with the light sensitivity, combined with you not having control of your equilibrium, that's, that's I tough. Be very, so basically what you're saying is the series is over. The series has been over, in my opinion. <laughs> like if they had it beat, if they had it beat from game one, what, what then? I think it would have been a, a, a tighter series. That the Heat yeah. win? I, I still think the Heat would have had a chance to win because of the scheming. It's still hard so to tell because he's what, so valuable. You're not buying into what James Harden said the other day, which is the series doesn't start until a road team wins the game. I just don't believe what James Harden says because I don't, I don't think James Harden believes in James Harden right now. Wow. I think James Harden is at this well, place physically – where, I mean, yesterday the big stat that everybody was talking about, and I didn't say anything because I was just curious about the new version of James Harden, the fact that he has not attempted 20 shots or more in a playoff series is alarming. So just uh, the, the, the awareness of saying going into a series saying we need you to be more aggressive, but he hasn't pushed himself to be aggressive, lets me know that James Harden is in purgatory Jay? Yeah, with his own mind. Jay? Jay, you're a little late on this one because there's a radio show called Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max. Oh. There's a guy, Jay Will, oh. who before the series started, I believe, right, was talking about on a, on a segment called Running the Point. It's tremendous. You should check it out if you have the time. I will. The things we would learn in the second round of these playoffs. And at number five, this guy, Jay Will, had Harden's rep is about to take a hit. So don't now jump on the bandwagon when this guy had this before the series started. It's taking a hit. It's taking a big hit, man. It's taking a massive hit because people are talking about all the things that James Harden can't do anymore. Mm. But here's the way I look at it, CC, and call me crazy. Everybody looked at James Harden as the piece, and in my mind, understanding who James Harden is now, I'm like, oh, no, no. He's not the piece. He's a piece (laughs) of a championship team if you can get him at the right value. And that's oh. going to be the challenge with Daryl Morey and the 76ers moving forward. I'm going to start talking about this series as if it's already over because, in my opinion, it is over. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to next year, right? If you can get James Harden at the right value, huh. maybe he opts in and you have Joel Embiid, and you go out and you get a guy, Bradley Beal, who is in the piece with Joel Embiid as the piece, and then James Harden as a facilitator. That can't be Tyrese Maxey? I mean, Tyrus Maxey's guy that comes off the bench. I don't know. Oh, I see. I, the way I he's like, ascending, I, like I, I, like leave, I leave Tyrese alone. That's yeah. my Bradley Beal. Yeah. No. No, Not no, 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 no Talk about this very subject on Get Up. I don't believe they will. And, and I know people are going to think that's surprising based on the fact they did everything they could to wait for their guy. But you don't do like the Lakers did with Russell Westbrook and double down on a bad decision. Mm. And here's why. James Harden, if you look at his car facts, he's breaking down. <laughs> he ain't that same player. Chris Paul is a classic car. He's a used car. This team can't win. Because they got him. So I think J. Rose is right. But used cars can be incredible if used properly. Mm. Right? So I, I, I got, I, I'm, a, I'm a car classic guy. Okay. I have one dope car. 
It's a 65 Ford Mustang. Of course. I, got it down. I could have said that ahead I got of it time. down in North Mustang, Carolina, yeah. Max and CC. Yeah. It is my baby. I don't take that thing out and ride it every damn Converti? day. Converti? No, not a Converti. Uh-uh. Hard top. I don't take it out and ride it every day. Ooh. You know what I do? I, yeah. I, keep it, I keep the maintenance on it. Mm. I keep it in impeccable shape. And then when I do take it out, though, man. That's it's what he's good. saying. Classic car. That's Chris Paul is a classic yeah, but car. Chris, Chris Paul is your Mustang. But Chris Paul is still playing at an elite, elite level every single day. Yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. James Harden isn't going to do that every single day. That's what I'm saying. He can't be the guy. He's a guy that you can bring out for the right situation. And I'm like, man, this is one hell of a ride when you get there. But he can't be a guy to help you get there on a day-to-day basis. You have to use him the right way. So, yes, we're looking at him differently. You guys want him to be the player he was a couple years ago in Houston, I'm telling you, you know he's what the not problem that is? kind no, of he, player Here's anymore. what I'll say, Jay. I thought when they made this trade, he was going to be the secondary option for the Sixers offensively to Joel Embiid. That's not the case. He's not the number two. That's Tyrese Maxey right now. I hear you. And I don't know that James Harden will ever get to a place where he's going to be the number two option but, on a championship-winning no. team. But, CC, he is there now. One of the first things I said on our show, this is two weeks ago, I'm like, everybody wants James Harden to be the 45-point scorer. Yeah. That guy that has the ball that played the top pace with Houston, by the way. When there's more pace, there's more possessions in the game. Okay. Sixers don't play that way to a degree. What I'm saying is, in order for them to win a championship, you need James Harden to be this James Harden, a facilitator, a guy that pushes the ball, hockey assists, that type of guy. That's what I'm saying. You need one other additional player, which they're talking about getting Bradley Bill so he can be that player all the time. But here's what I'll say. It's hard to be a facilitator when you can't break down the defense off the bounce and you're the primary ball handler. But you can if you're involved in the ball screen with Joel Embiid. You're right. That's what I'm saying. He's not the guy as a standalone entity right now. That's not his game anymore. That's no longer who James Harden is. Yeah, I know, but it happened overnight, Jay. It happened so quickly. Because when he went to Brooklyn, we didn't know that that's what he was because you had Kyrie, because you had KD. 100%. He didn't need to do that. And he played great. But there was one other element there in Brooklyn. Shooters. And, yes, and Chris identified that. Mike D'Antoni. Right. So Harden and D'Antoni can roll out of bed with a bunch of shooters and go, okay, let's run our thing. Right. Here's for me what is going to be the telltale sign. This offseason, let's say Harden opts in and he mm. takes the whatever it is, 40, 47, 47 million. million. Ooh. Does Daryl. Yeah, you know what? Can we stop right Hold on, Max. Let's stop right there. <laughs> 47 and a half million. Yeah. And there's a question of whether or not he'll opt in. Well, when 200 million so maybe is there. Doesn't that feel so wrong? I'm just saying. Feels wrong, but it, it feels, feels right for his bank account. Yes. Yeah, but you just said it, though, Jay. I hear you, It's man. about the value that you get James Harden at. And if but, you're okay, down so more, this is where I'm going, Chris. This is where I'm going. Daryl Morey is extremely rational, right, the way he approaches things. Now, he has an emotional attachment to James Harden. They're boys, right? But it's going to be really interesting, both as a test of Morey's kind of way of doing things and also as a sign for the rest of us. Does Daryl Morey bring in Mike D'Antoni? If he does in the offseason, they get bounced, let's say Doc is gone. If he brings no. in Daryl Morey, doesn't that tell you something about what he thinks, what, does, what the Max. analytics and trackers say about that James Harden? His, that ain't his show. That, like, I'm not saying that Daryl Morey won't make the final say, but it's not about being able to get the most out of James Harden. It's about getting the most out of Joel Embiid. Right, but we'll this see what Morey does. But, but, right but think about this, though. Like, in Dan Tony's system, when, when has the big man ever been featured? Okay, but that's but, that will tell us but something. Guys, let me tell you something. As soon as Joel and B got hurt, that whole Mike D'Antoni conversation needs to stop. Doc Rivers is going to be the coach next year, unless he decides to go to the, the Lakers. I'm uh, telling you, because uh, you're going to get a pass. 
Joel Embiid is hurt. I don't think they're giving no, Doc no, a pass. No, 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 no. I don't There's think no they're giving way Doc a pass. pass. No One, way. Mil- mark it down. No way. All right. Mark, what, what's today's date? I'm going to come back May 6, 2022. I'm telling you, when the season starts next year, if he's not the head coach of the Lakers, he will be the head coach of the 76ers. And, and I'm telling you this right now, the right man for the Philly job could actually already be in town. Sam Cassell? No. The, the coach that just stepped down from Villanova, Jay Wright. Uh, no. Well, I mean, Philly and Jay Wright do go listen, together. Listen, the ownership for the Sixers has had this uh, public can, love affair with Jay Wright. So I'm not saying that it's going to happen. Can I give I'm you just guys saying a it's a name that it, it should be considered. Can I, I, absolutely. Can I, can I give you a stat? What's up? Sixers through two games. Okay, mm-hmm. this is uh, via Sam Quinn who I, who, on Twitter, right? Someone forwarded it to me. Um, DeAndre Jordan. On 30 minutes, okay, is a minus 31. DeAndre Jordan off the court, 68 minutes, Sixers are plus one. The Sixers are plus one without him on the floor. They're minus 31 in 30 minutes with him on the floor. And Doc is the guy who's saying, hey, the guys like him, like his rah-rah, like we're going to keep the – talk to my veterans, this is what we want to do, is the reason they are stubbornly playing DeAndre Jordan. And much like the bench unit that he played last year in the playoffs, Doc went all bench and it was getting slaughtered, and he was like, nope, this is what we're doing. So you're That's tell- more than even Ben Simmons, why they lost you're that series me that last year. Paul Reed, Paul Reed and George Niang is the answer? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. That, it makes you competitive more than this. Okay. More than De- if you're minus, Jay, you're minus I one hear, point I, per minute. I, I get the thing about DeAndre Jordan playing. I, I, I get all that. Mm. Uh, it's like we're, we're finding something to focus on. But, you know, 76ers didn't have a chance, man, against Miami. But um, this is why Doc, I don't think, will be there okay. next year. Not right. Daryl Morey, not- it, it's, it's too analytics focused to, okay. to, to, to rock with that. Yeah, plus Doc had Joel Embiid in when they were up by 20-plus in game six against the Raptors when he got hurt. The Sixers need James Harden to get in the zone, brought to you by AutoZone. <laughs> Is he a classic car, a used car, a broken car? Can you, can you take classic him for a spin around the cars? Get in the zone, AutoZone. There's a code that players follow where you, you never put a guy's – season slash career in jeopardy as someone who handed out a lot of flagrant fouls during my (laughs) career unfortunately he did break the code this was a lapse in judgment a dirty play i've been talking to people in the warriors since yesterday and they were hoping that brooks would be suspended now of course we know that he's suspended one game just so fresh so clean Man, Yates is killing it this morning. Well, man. I tell you what, that's every day. It. That's every day. He's killing this song day. on a spring day. You felt like jumping in the right? shower and <laughs> throwing man. on a pair of shorts and some Air Force Ones. Running outside, some Air Force Ones, crispy, crispy white Air though. Force Ones. Crispy, crispy though, yeah. Uptown, you, you got one, maybe two wears. The white T-shirt on top of that. Ooh. Oh, come on, yeah. long white tee. white tee. Yes. you already know it. T-C. The long white tee. Ian Fitzsimmons on Freddie and so Fitzsimmons. A long way since then. Guys, <laughs> was getting into Dylan Brooks' suspension. He was suspended Saturday's game Called three it. without pay. Called it. For making what the league said was unnecessary and excessive contact with Gary Payton II in game two. The result of which was a broken elbow for the Warriors guard, Gary Payton II. So... Here's the sound from Freddie and Fitzsimmons. The moment I heard that Gary Payton II has fractured elbow, done for the extended period of time, as you mentioned, yeah. I said, here comes the overreaction, and he's going to get suspended. Because I think intent goes a long way and should carry 
some weight. Should. Mm-hmm. Does it? No. Okay. But I think it should. But if I, I firmly believe if Gary Payton II doesn't get hurt, he's not suspended. I'm confused by what Ian is talking about with intent because I thought his intent was pretty clear through his actions. He wasn't making a basketball play. He was going to whack the hell out of GP2. He's not even looking at the ball, Max. He hits him over the head. There's the big wind-up. And I get it. I understand they want to set a physical tone because the Memphis Grizzlies got punched in the mouth in game one by Golden State. They felt like they let one get away on their home court. I understand the mentality. But there's no place for taking a shot at a guy, especially when he's defenseless and in the air. I thought it would be a multi-game suspension for twofold. Number one, it wasn't a basketball play. The second thing is, after what we saw with Draymond Green on Brandon Clark to flagrant two, and then what we saw early on in game two with not only Dylan Brooks, but Xavier Tillman elbowing Draymond in the face, his eye bleeding, having to be checked out for concussion symptoms, it means that the league and the refs have to get a handle on this series before things continue to escalate because we have too many incidents where guys are defenseless and could potentially get hurt. So I thought that the league would be heavy-handed to send a message to both teams in this series, but to also send a message to the rest of the teams in the playoff field. So after the game, uh, when I was in Memphis, I got a lot of hate from Memphis fans because I declared that I thought he should be suspended for game three. And I heard from people around the NBA, in the NBA, that that was going to happen. I think the NBA got it correct on this one. Mm. I do think the NBA got it incorrect on the Draymond Green. I thought he should have been suspended for game two, to be frank with you. If you look at the videotape, there's a reverse image out there. Let me tell you guys about hand-eye coordination. If we're playing CC, my hand-eye coordination is different than yours to a degree, right? Mm -hmm. Because I I, I focus on the basketball, on quick hands and swiping down. If you look at the video of the first one with Draymond Green and Brandon Clark, when Brandon Clark goes up for it the first time, the ball is extended a little bit with his elbows. Now, quick eye-handed coordination, I can swipe down on the ball. I know exactly where the ball is at. I'm going for the ball. I might hit your wrist. I might hit your forearm, but I'm not, I'm not hitting anything else. You're not winding up. Draymond Green swipes at the face, and then it goes down into the ball. That was deliberate. Of course. I don't care what anybody tells me. As a hooper, as a guy that swiped at thousands I'm not going to say that because I would say phrasing on myself. <laughs> As a guy to swipe down on thousands, right? <laughs> I don't call myself out. I got it. Ah, I caught it before you I caught me, Gacy. Ah, I'm a winner. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, I'm just trying to tell you, like, it would be hey, easy to yo. swipe down on it, okay? And then the, the jersey pull on top of that, the thing that people are trying to give him credit for is like the the fake I got you at the end. Oh no, My no, dude no, no, was no. already on he the ground. He knew he went too so far. Yeah, I'm saying the NBA got it correct on Brandon, Brandon Clark. Uh, correct on Dre. Dylan Brooks. Agreed. Right. They got it incorrect on Draymond Green. Yeah, Jay, I'm staying with Jay. That. I hear he should have got suspended for games. I hear right. where you're coming from, Jay. Not, not just a flavor. And I'm not too. saying that he should. First of all, he should have got suspended just with the way he exited Game One because that was absolutely ridiculous. Going full Antonio Brown. Without, he just Ooh, didn't take the jersey Antonio off. Brown. That's exactly what yeah, he did. He that, went full Antonio Brown. He just didn't take the jersey off, but it yeah. was absolutely ridiculous. That's it not was, full Antonio. It's half Antonio. Yeah, it half was, Antonio Brown. It was the optics of it that yes. looked so bad after the fact. But what I will say is this. Those two fouls ain't the same. With Dylan Brooks, worse. There, was more, there was more of a wind-up. Oh, you know, there was, I know it, it was more yeah, aggressive. It was more egregious. Dylan Brooks didn't even leave his feet, Jay. Yeah. He's, he's sprinting oh, what, full speed. I, I'm in agreement with you. Winds up. Hits him in I'm the in head. With you. But, but here, so here, if you're saying Draymond you, Green should get one game, 
What the heck should Dylan Brooks get? I'll tell no, you as wait, a fan wait, 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 what, what a fan is going to say. If I'm a fan of the Warriors, I don't want to see Dylan Brooks out there again until my guy's out yeah. there again. But That's me, how I feel. But let, me, but let me tell you real quick about, about Draymond. Draymond's really slick, man. Like, I'm going to give you real Hooper talk. Have you ever played with a dude that be like, yo, yo, you, you okay? I know you ain't worried about me being okay. Yeah. I know you ain't really worried about me being okay. Yeah. You barking at So I, let, let's not act like we don't know what time it is with how Dre can play scenarios. He's a master manipulator, bro. Sure. Like, and also, think about this. Think about how he controlled the narrative, which is brilliant on his part. I give him a I, I emergency podcast. Emergency podcast. Let me tell y'all what time it is and what really Guys. happened an hour after the incident happened. It's genius on his part. Jeff Van Gundy was on this show yesterday, and I thought he made a really good point I want to play for you. I think the play that Dylan Brooks committed was reckless. But I have been remiss, as has a lot of media members, I think, been remiss in addressing this throughout the year. This horizontal club swing to try to block shots has been around for a while now. And when it misses the head and gets the ball for a block shot, we talk about what a great play it is. Yeah, what about that, right? So like, good. it's something that's – if you happen to hit the ball, oh, good defensive play. That should be that should be legislated against, right? Like, you should get that get that move out. Max, in order to hit the ball, you probably got to see the ball. Right. This guy wasn't even looking <laughs> no, at no, the ball. No, no, wasn't even looking. No. no. By the way, that was, like, the slowest club. I mean, he had his, Dan down, his hand down. I felt like for, like – Three seconds before I mean, he even I, hit him. I thought he was about to put some baby powder on it. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean that's like, before he slapped the hell out of somebody, this horizontal swipe. I guess that's the new the new way to say slap the hell out of somebody. Horizontal swipe. <laughs> what did the five fingers say to the face? Slap. Horizontal swipe. <laughs> slap. I mean, listen, man, it's absolutely ridiculous what Dylan Brooks did, and the part that hits home is what Steve Kerr said after game two about Dylan Brooks and how breaking hard the code. he worked. By the way. Well, not, not just with breaking the code, but how hard he worked to get to this point all right, to guys, find a home. Yeah. Guys, we're getting right back into Baker Mayfield. That's next on ESPN Radio Series XM Channel 80. G-Sean, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. 